0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do mean that. I do appreciate it. I don't know if you think I'm sincere or not, but it is what it is. I dig you I've always digged you. I dug you. My goal is to help get you to retirement any way possible that I can. And usually the number one way of going about that is to just, you know, come to some sort of fruition, some sort of of knowledge, like, I don't know a lot of stuff. And you got to start by, like, going, okay, how much am I making? Who am I? What am I? Kind of review your financial situation a little bit in your head. Um, You have to have a budget. You have to. And if you think real estate's the only way to go, you're making a massive, huge mistake, in my opinion. Um, Let's see what we got. Today, as far as stories go, Tinder's the hottest dating app for millennials. So we kind of know that. Uh, they have a subscription service, which... You know, when you download the app from the App Store, Apple gets a piece of that actually that subscription. There was a horrible, horrible story out of Paris this year, or France. Is, is there really a difference to most Americans? Um, so there's a horrible, horrible story um, that came out about the little boy who, I guess he fell off a six-story balcony and he got stuck on the fourth story, so he didn't die. But he's hanging there, and the neighbor's grabbing his arm but can't pull him in. You're like, but you're a grown man. Why can't you pull a little kid in? And he was kind of at a funky angle, and he didn't want to drop him, or he didn't want to panic the kids. So some immigrant, holy mackerel, immigrant climbs up four stories and saves the baby, and France is like, oh, oh, oh we will make you a citizen. So that's great. That's all good news. And then the story starts coming out like the kid's okay. The immigrant gets citizenship. Uh, the neighbor, he's not a bad person for not Where was the dad? Well, the mom had left the baby with a dad. And the dad went out and left the kid in the home. Six story home. I guess maybe with some sort of access to a patio, right? Or a window. I'm not, I'm not judging. But you know where the dad was? He was playing Pokemon Go. Now you're saying I remember Pokemon Go when I was 12 and you're like are you 15 because it's you're because you're, you're like it's 3 years old. So yeah, we all remember Pokemon Go and the first time we saw people like standing around at midnight at like stadiums and bars and they're all trying to do raids and spend virtual pokey currencies pokey coins or whatever mario dollars that they had left in their pockets so they could play this game so pokemon the guy in france leaves the house the kid forgets i'm not gonna say forgets to play pokemon go and apple gets a piece of that action so apple's having a conference starting today That they bring in the developers, and they kind of woo them, not with women and cheap beer, but with, well, maybe women and cheap beer. I don't know what they're wooing them with. Okay, probably swag bags, right? So try to get the developer to to develop something great for your product, your hardware, and we'll push it for you. So Apple has to come out and tell the developers, like, here is what we're have coming out this year not in a hush hush kind of way but they show some of the new features on the ios 12 the next operating system with the phone it's going to come with a new animoji and you'll be able to use animoji for facetime calls i know you're saying awesome or are you saying who cares that's one of the problems with the developer conferences we're now on WWDC, whatever it is. We're on at least operating system twelve for the phone. Like they're not going to come up with an operating system that you know blends uh, fruit smoothies. Who doesn't love a good fruit smoothie, right? Awesome. So Siri integration into the photos app. Do not disturb features for blocking notifications. Um, it, you know, good God, every morning I'm up and. I hear my phone go bleep, bleep. So, can we make that? No, it's not innovative, right? Few rumors exist about the upcoming Mac OS 14, the successor Mac OS 13, which is, hi, Sierra. That's currently the latest on Macs, right? But the, there's something called some, something being developed now called a universal app, which would work with your phone, your iPad, or your Mac. So, Apple gets people together and they talk about the new MacBook Pro. And um, how they want you know developers to develop around it, and how some of these speakers are going to have' seen the smart speakers and here's the new developers' kit for the augmented reality. Here's the new developers' kit for the um the iPad pro that looks a lot like an iPhone 10, so a lot, not a lot and see this is what the story I'm trying to get at. Ten years ago, we would have been wearing diapers with excitement of like, please tell us something. Tell us something amazing. And then someone would, Apple would open their, their big fat Apple mouths and they would say, and here's one more thing. And people would pee themselves with excitement and the stock would move higher. Now, today the stock's moving higher, but is it a coincidence? Because the developers conference ain't all that in a bucket of chicken to me. It's cute, and you kind of can see like they're not losing track, or they are losing track. So that's nice. One of the things I hate to see is um, reading any newspaper or any business magazine where they interview someone in their 20s, and they're like, I learned that real estate in my 20s was the best investment. And like, how old are you? 25. Okay, so you've been in a real estate bull market for five years, and it's been in a bull market for eight years, and you think real estate's the best bull market, Right. Or tech stock, like big time, big tech stocks right now. The last five years have been glorious, right? I've been in tech investing for big companies for five years, and I think they're the best investment. Man, you do not know what it's like when things go bad. You do not know what it's like when you get a bad CEO or a bad product or a bad EU regulation. You don't understand the pros cons of cash flow, appreciation, leverage, tax advantages, but. um, yeah, you're going to find... One of the things that things I don't like is, is young experts. One of the things I like about Warren Buffett is he's old. And he's one of the greatest investors of all time. So when he talks, I listen. So, like, when you wake up and there, you, you fell asleep on the patio. And you might have had an alcoholic beverage. And the sun's setting and it's lovely. And you can hear nature and the creek, creek flowing. And you look up and you fell asleep. You look up and there's a bear eating your Frosted Flakes bowl of cereal next to you. I know you're saying, in this story, why is there a bowl of Frosted Flakes cereal next to you? I don't know. And I don't know if that story has any merit with anything that I'm talking about at this point in time. Thank you very much. I'm Rob Black. Wow! Microsoft's spending a lot of money on GitHub. Seven and a half billion dollars. So with that kind of money being spent... You owe it to yourself to go figure out what GitHub does. It brings together one of the largest software companies in Microsoft with one of the largest software development platforms, GitHub. GitHub kind of coincides with the WWC and the Apple thing, right? Coincidence? I don't think so. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I kind of dig Brandy Carlisle, and she was an artist that I kind of brought to you not that long ago on the show. And when I say brought to you, trust me, I'm not in the clubs finding singer-songwriters and... Such, but when I find something I like, I, I, I try to share it. Whether it be Imagine Dragons or years and years and years ago, twenty years ago, I had a lot of um, Foo Fighters on the show. I had a lot of um, uh, Nirvana. Sweet. Thrown in with a little bit of uh, the chilies, the Chili Peppers, to the point that every song I came back to was like "Water Under the Bridge," like Maroon Air you're listening to Rob Black and everybody But this is Brandy Carlisle. She's essentially 28 years old. I brought her kind of to you because this album was called "The Story" or the single's called "The Story." And um, this may be all she ever does. I was coming back from break. I'm like, let me think about this for one second. Is she going? Is she a one-hit wonder that I showed people? Because I think that's important to like grasp. So, by the way, I did the numbers wrong. She's 37, not 27. Um, I just looked at 1981. I'm like, okay, that's the 27. I'm like, nope, wrong. Um, so, she actually did an album that was pretty cool. And it shows you, like, maybe she's going to have a little bit more than a number 14 song. Not even a number one song. Not even a one-hit wonder. I mean, I guess number fourteen's a, a hit, right? So, she released cover stories where Brandy Carl celebrates 10 years of the story and album to benefit the war child. And she basically had artists covering her music. Um, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. She's had enough of a career, but get this, she dropped out of high school to pursue music. She taught herself music. Isn't that the coolest? Like, I've never dated a woman who's dropped out of college or high school to do, to do music or to, like, make pots. Or to like become an artist in the desert, you'd be like, "Wait, wait! Your parents actually you drop out of high school? Your parents are cool." Okay, so I'm totally digressing. Do you know why I'm digressing? Because I've got I've got Alameda County Fair on my mind. You know why? Because it's June, and you know what that means? Summertime, some some summertime is coming. Family four-pack. This is one of the best giveaways we give away all year long. Because this stuff ain't cheap. And you get there and you're like, man, this stuff ain't cheap. So you're like, thanks, Rob, for giving me free tickets. Four-pack of tickets to the Alameda County Fair going on June 15th through July 8th. With big new rides, live horse racing. Tasting events, extreme action sports shows. Pig races. Do you love a good pig race? I do. I do. Loser loser gets to go to Hormel. The world's best fair food and big name concerts nightly for tickets and more. Visit alamedecountyfair.com. All you need to do to win, call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Winning. And you have to go, in honor of the pig, you have to say the secret password, which is Wee! 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 hello to summer and get back to the track. Alameda County Fair Horse Racing returns June 15th to July 8th with more days of live racing, big prize money, contest giveaways, Derby Dog Dash, and more. Don't miss the fair's racing and tasting festivals at the infield track and enjoy unlimited sampling of craft beer, craft cocktails, and or wine. So that's going to go on. So that's, you know, your kids are out of school. You don't know what to do all day. Family four pack, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. I'll have more of these to give away in the days to come. Previous winners not allowed. If your name is Oog, you're not allowed to win either. I have a thing against Oogs. Of course, Oog could win. I just might put the tickets in the mail a little bit late. 800-516-1220 to win those tickets to Allen Alameda County Fair. Big popular giveaway. It's summertime. You don't want to break the bank. But you do certainly want to have some summertime fun. Rising interest rates. Don't happen every summer, like the Beach Boys. But rising interest rates are out there right now. And, you know, there was a period of time where you would be loco in the cocoa if you went out and put money into a money market fund. They yielded 0.06 tenths of a percent about a year ago. And now they yield about 1.84%, and that ain't bad. You get a little bit of money for leaving your money sitting in a money market fund on Vanguard's Prime Money Market Fund. That's kind of relatively sexy. Instead of earning 0%, no little money babies for keeping your cash in an account, your money makes little babies of 1.84% on a one-year certificate of deposit through some banks going as high as 2.25%, which is even a little bit sexier because a certificate of deposit has that banking backing of being U.S. Treasury, which is okay by me. I like it a lot like chocolate. In the most awkward moment of the day, President Bill Clinton bristles when asked if he'd handle Monica Lewinsky affair differently in the hashtag MeToo era. Kind of an interesting, you know, I'm not going to say comparison because that's wrong, where you start thinking about Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, President Trump, Stormy Daniels. And what you can and can't say in different eras. And again, that's just, it goes back to investing, what you can and can't do. Like, GE used to be untouchable, it was awesome. And then it was touchable. Disaster. To the point I think it's more toxic now than ever because they need cash. And the one reason some people love them was like my mother, GE paid a dividend. And I ain't my mother. My mother's name is, I gotta be careful because. I know you, you password spies out there want to know this kind of stuff, but it's not a good name. It's a southern name. It's not a racial name or anything like that. But it's a southern name. Oh, it's a bad name. It's not moddy, but it's in those. It's kind of those kind of worlds, right? Oh my, my 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 my. That's all I have for you, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Right. So, anything you want to talk about? We can talk about Tinder being a super popular app for sure. That's out there. Interest rates are rising. That's helping people save money, which is, I haven't been able to say that for 15 years. McDonald's is adding 1,000 self-ordering kiosks or adding to self-ordering kiosk to 1,000 stores each quarter. And they've got thousands and, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of stores. But that's thousands of jobs they're going to be wiping out every 90 days. I, I love the self-ordering kiosks except for I, I need to like clean them before I touch them can't keep your hands in your pockets while while at a kiosk maybe you can they're gonna have to start stocking rubber gloves by those puppies because i'm a germ phobe you can find me online at robblackshow.com it's robblackshow.com sign up for an event coming up at a seminar near you by going to robblackshow and using the code radio 25 to get in for free if you haven't been to an event yet Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Hello and welcome in, Rob Black and your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing in more. Thanks for listening to the show. Things that we could talk about, money investing in more. Let's see. As far as the top stories go, we are in the summertime, right? Kind of, sort of, may not feel that way until school gets out, but we are there. So we kind of got this carryover beat of the weekend, but we also kind of got a transition beat of seasons. There was a bullish bias on Friday, and that kind of led to some developments in Europe, or was based on some developments in Europe. Europe's big right now. Italy doesn't have... An economic crisis right now. They have a political crisis, but part of their political crisis is tied towards they've got a lot of debt and what are they going to do about it in the future? And we're talking about trillions of dollars of debt and you're talking about shaving $100 billion off some sort of social programs. That gets people upset and they, the people are willing to vote with their political uh, wants and desires. I don't want to pay taxes. Candidate says I'm going to cut taxes. Like, woohoo! Match made in heaven for some people. U.S.-China trade talks are still in the headlines, led by Commerce Secretary Ross. He seems to be pretty well respected as a businessman, Um, as a guy whose theories are realistic, but no new agreements. Now, someone asked me, hey, Rob, I know what you do for a living. I know there's billions of dollars in the world and trillions of dollars in the world for sure, but... What do you think's going on with China? I said it's just all political grandstanding. Deals can get done; both sides will come out looking good. Do I lean liberal? Do I lean conservative? I think deals need to be updated on a semi-regular basis. Um, I think marriages need to be updated, and you know the terms that you you know not the terms that you love each other, but uh, the power of love needs to be renewed and refreshed through fresh ideas. The U.S. decision to impose steel and aluminum tariffs on allied countries was derided by financial ministers around the world. There is going to be some political damage that kind of spreads a little bit due to the fact that our president's not well liked. And yeah, that's going to retard our position in the financial world in years to come. Will it kill it? now? because the almighty American dollar is, is sought after by everyone. NAFTA negotiations remain bogged down with C- Prime Minister Trudeau saying the U.S. proposal of a NAFTA sunset clause is a non-starter. Okay. Again, someone asked me, what do you think about that NAFTA deal? And I'm like, it's a 30-year-old deal. I mean, back then you were dealing with cell phones that were the size of, of, of shoeboxes, you know, cars that weren't fuel efficient at all or concerned about it. Let's, let's take a look and you know, see if there's something better we can do. Or not. Or just, you know, honor it as is and, I don't know, maybe try to go with some new partners that we have don't have before and let others go to new partners that they haven't had before. Nectar Therapeutics is down 30% after sharing what was uh, seemed to be disappointing preliminary cancer trial data for its new drug NKTR-214. Nectar's right around my neighborhood, so I don't like seeing their shares down 30% because then I think, uh-oh, one of my neighbors might go... Postal or uh oh, what if there's around a round of layoffs and you know, a couple of people who work at Nectar live on my street? So, there's a big cancer conference in Chicago right now, and a lot of data comes out of it. And that data hit Nectar Therapeutics this morning, ticker symbol NKTR. If you use a service like um, briefing.com, they do a really, really nice job of showing you when conferences are. And then, if you go to that conference's website, It does a really, really nice job of telling you who's presenting when. And you can try to scratch and and get some ideas. Of course, companies aren't going to give out information that would move a stock unless you're President Trump on Friday morning when you talked about the jobs report. I know what's good, Which? (laughs) Yes, you do. Merck's up 1.6% after some uh, positive trial results involving its cancer drug, Keytruda. So... The holy grail of biomedicine, biogenetics, uh, it, it seems to be the cure for cancers, right? Even though erectile dysfunction may have a bigger market, or uh, um, anti or pro fertility or anti fertility drugs uh, probably have a pretty big market too, right? So it's all out there. So the gate in Merck, whose market cap is roughly 10 times the size of nectar therapeutics. Kind of has acted as an offset in the world of healthcare. So, one healthcare company, biotech company, gets kind of beat up. Kind of like Rocky Balboa. Down 30% a day is pretty ugly, right? Uh, kind of like Rocky Balboa's face after that big match. Man, I would not. Oh Can you imagine God. having a, a family member who's a boxer or a loved one who's a boxer? Not cool. Not cool. Okay, so Apple's up today. They have their Worldwide Developers Conference starting today. We're going to learn a little bit more about their next operating system. Ooh! It doesn't excite you, does it? It does it Not much. Awesome. It'll be refinements. Facebook's in the news yet again for giving away your data to 60 companies. Uh, they say it was to create a Facebook kind of feeling before there was an app store. I don't know, I'm telling you, more and more, you see it every week, people, you know, taken down, taken down by text. Roseanne Barr, she had a hit TV show on ABC. ABC renewed it for a second year. It had some controversy because it was leaning conservative, which is, you know, kind of a sign of the times. I think Cosby's leaned kind of conservative or, or liberal. Never saw an episode. Don't get mad at me friends probably lean conservative, not right. Are you with me against me? So anyway, there's a lot of that going on out there. So, um, Facebook's in a little bit of trouble. And again, you know, Roseanne Barr, did she have to lose her job with Twitter or not with Twitter, but with ABC? She didn't need to tweet. She didn't need to do that. Twitter's a Pandora's box. Facebook is a Pandora's box. Oh, I hate people that say things like "I quit Facebook for a month and it was the best thing I ever did." I hit quit my blah 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 for a year and it's the best thing I ever did. I, I yeah, I'm with it. So, anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, Tinder, Tinder is the night. Millennials are using Tinder more than any other dating app right now. That kind of makes sense. It's mostly free. You know, you could pay for some pretty big upgrades. Find out who's already swiped right on you and such. 27% of single millennials say they use Tender versus right? 22% of single non-millennials. So uh, so Bumble doesn't get terribly good traction. Tender's got that... Kind of spin the wheel of, is it a hookup or is it going to lead to romance or is it going to lead to kind of angle? Whereas Bumble is like, no, let's, let's not do the hookup. Kind of sending that, that vibe out there or, okay, stupid. Um, Tinder clearly continues to outpace other platforms. And from a broader standpoint, it's clear that millennials continue to use dating platforms at a higher rate than non-millennials. So lots of privacy concerns there, Right. So when you see Facebook having privacy concerns, you know what about Tinder? so Tinder is a tied towards a company that you know was just on fire um, one of the sexiest stocks out there right because it's got you know people paying 50 60 seventy dollars for a subscription to tender 10 20 bucks a month but then they make you buy six or seven months right and you can see who's swiped already on you and who hasn't swiped on you and like woo, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. But this comes important because, again, Tender has your information. Facebook has your information. Facebook gets in trouble. Facebook announces you know, that they've shared your information with too many people, that they've been hacked too many times. And we start saying, we need a regulator. We need a regulator. Well, that scares people like ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, who throw out content. Because when you regulate you know, airwaves, like you have to play by the government's rules, and you can't have a Janet Jackson fiasco at the Super Bowl. And what are the fines when there's a a, a fiasco on Tinder or there a fiasco on um, Snapchat or a fiasco on Facebook? So regulation's coming. It is coming. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Tim Cook is on the stage at the San Jose Worldwide Developers Conference for Apple.
0: Magical and enriches people in some way.
1: Uh, does your phone? is your phone? Do you ever describe it as magical? Uh, sure, sure, sure. If you're like stuck in Vegas Golden Night eras, so I'm like, ye old magic! You're talking into a device. No, your phone's not magic, or doesn't uh, enrich you. But I love a good CEO. All right, all right, all right. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. The market is jumping higher. Apple, the tech sector, hit new record highs. Uh, Microsoft has a big acquisition. A lot of a lot going on. A lot of PR headlines, kind of all stuff. Right, all right, all right. It's not earnings season, so we're talking about ideas. Apple's developer conference has a lot of ideas. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube or Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So Apple's a company that's marching towards $1 trillion in market cap. It's at an all-time high today. How often have you said to yourself, oh yeah, I wish I would have bought that stock. Or I knew about that back then, but I didn't buy it. And you're like, oh, I'm killing myself. Or whether it's Amazon or Netflix. And trust me, there's just, there's plenty that get by on a regular basis. Shares of General Electric, on the other hand, are, are, is one that used to be a rock and roll god of investing stocks. And it's down 20% this year. And it's it's had a horrible five years. It's most recently taken a beating for not committing to its dividend payout in 2019. And a lot of people will email me, what do you think about buying GE, the general? It once was a rock and roll god of investing stocks. And look, it's down, it's weak, it's value. Growth, Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, Google, versus value. And as Admiral Akbar once told us about value, it's a trap! It's a trap! It's a You gotta watch out for, it's a trap! You gotta watch out for the value traps. Where you're like, this used to be a rock and roll, stock god hall of fame kind of investment general electric now look at it it's weak and pitiful and i'm gonna pick it up now because i'll be there i'll say i knew it was going to rise from the ashes so the ceo john flannery has taken over about a year ago and all you can say is that he took over a mess and probably right around a year people start saying okay we've given you some time now put up or shut up show me the money We want to see what you're going to do. But in the case of GE, we don't want to see their money. We don't want the dividend payout. It doesn't make any sense because they're struggling. So one of their risks is running out of cash. One of their business models is to give cash back to shareholders to say, hey, we're boring and unsexy. We're GE. We bring good things to living. We bring good things to life. But we need to be conservative now because we're we're, we're, we're looking a little frail and we're you We're know, looking at a tougher winner. Can the company de-risk? They've got a big asset in Baker Hughes. That would get the company about $20 billion, about $10 billion short of its bare minimum, to you know, continue to be rated high. That people would believe that you're going to get your dividend. So GE, will they get a cash injection? What will they do? When they do it, I'll tell you about it, but right now it's not the light of their eyes. And I think we waited and we waited and we waited and finally we're like, are you John Paul Stevens? Can I see the white of your eyes? Blam. Something like that, right? So that's out there. Nectar down 30%. That's a real happy one. Retirement rules are always something that I always want to revisit. Stocks too. Because look, GE used to be the rock and roll god stock. Of all time. It was unbelievable. You could buy it and it was like a mutual fund. It did you well. So now it's in a different position. So you have to rethink it, right? Just like with retirement issues, the 4% rule. Now you'll hear CFPs come out and go, the so-called 4% rule. It's dominated investor thinking, blah, 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 blah. And, and you'll get lost in that kind of information because you'd rather hear about the blazers, or the Warriors, or the Rockets, or you'd rather hear about the baseball team that has the guy who hits all the home runs. That's much more interesting and much more easy to digest. It's, boom, it's out of here. Boom, shakalaka That ball went straight to Compton. I don't even know what that means. I'm mixing up my metaphors.
0: That's right, Chad.
1: So anyway, you have to rethink rules, right? Even baseball has to rethink rules. They've got a thing where it's the old slow game, and then they're like millennials have a ADD autism, and they need to riddle in just to get by with their attention deficit disorder. So let's, let's speed up the game. because they, right we, no longer, we no longer care about Grandpa, who already owns everything in his house so we can't sell him anything there. We no longer care about grandpa because he's not going to go out and buy a $45,000 car on a web. He knows better, so Bassal has to appeal to the millennials, and they have to like change the rules and revisit things. So, um, you got to rethink things with Social Security and retirement. You got to rethink things with that idea of what two or three bad years do and historical averages. If historical averages are trending lower, that's not a good sign. That's not a good theory to sign up for the average theory, right? And then you get things like home equity prices and things like that where a lot of Americans own homes with a lot of equity. And you'll even hear old man Tom Selleck pushing uh, reverse mortgages, which I think is legal. You can't have celebrity endorsers You're uh, if you're going to be a financial fiduciary. So I, I, I look at it and he goes, there's $14 trillion on Magnum PI locked up in your home. So what happens if everyone does a reverse mortgage and starts spending money on, say, BMWs, German luxury automobiles, and then Trump puts a ban on German luxury automobiles, and people have all these German luxury automobiles in the United States that suddenly triple in value because you can no longer bring another German luxury automobiles. I get paid five cents every time I say the phrase German luxury automobiles. So you get the idea that you got to look at things, revisit them, and know that they change. I'm Rob Black, talking money investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general,
0: Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.